Hello, this is Debbie Happy Cohen. I'm the founder of Joy Based Living, and you're listening to a podcast called Mine. It's about reclaiming your time, your energy, and your life. So today I wanted to share with you some things about disenfranchised grief, which can become stuck energy in your being, in your body, and when you let it flow through when you let it melt you regain energy you regain clarity in your life so grief is known to heal best in community so in community other people recognize our suffering in community we get physical hugs we get uh and we get to offer uh food or comfort of different kinds acknowledgement that a loss has happened for this person disenfranchised grief is grief that goes unacknowledged either by society or even by the person who is experiencing the grief. This can create multi-dramas in a person's life. So that's why it's important to recognize. So I'll give you some examples and then talk about what I see as the healing process for this. I think it's at the heart of a lot of emotional suffering, disenfranchised grief. So um, for example, let's say it was during COVID and someone has a lot of money and they have a good family, but they had this dream and it was just about to take off. And all of a sudden it was just, you know, swiped away and they really suffered because they've been working on it for a long time. They were so excited about it. Well, it's kind of hard to complain about it when so many other people are suffering so much worse, right? Or let's say, um, an adult child has chosen not to speak to their parent or their parents or their family, who do they get to grieve with? Or let's say um, someone was bullied to leave their somebody that they love, but the community doesn't realize how painful it is. But they leave and they do that thing or let's say they do that thing, they leave it, but then they're suffering in silence. They're suffering alone. Or an extreme crazy example, let's say someone was raised in a cult and then they left the cult and they survived and everybody's so excited that they survived. They got out of it. But if they were raised there, then there's a lot of grief in that. So, and grief can show up in, in all kinds of ways. Grief is healthy when we don't stuff it. So I started a little group at, on Facebook called Relatedness Without Agenda because I wanted a place to throw stuff like this in, in like little short bits and memes and, and conversations over there because when we heal our grief, a lot of times that is the exact thing that's necessary for healing things like complex PTSD, ADD, um, attention deficit disorder, what was the other one, mother hunger. These are relational experiences. And when we suffer in these relational experiences, we need relationships in order to heal. So here's the problem that happens out there, out there I'm putting in quotes, in order to get help, we have to claim ourselves as somebody who's got a either a disorder or let's say, so I joined a few of these kind of groups the other day and oh my God, it was just horrible. Uh, like disenfranchised grief and, and different groups that are related to that and complex PTSD. 
Well, that would be like if I was going to have a funeral for somebody that I love and everybody else who came was also having their own funerals. Oh my God. Like I just need people around me who can be strong and authentic because not strong, like outwardly strong, but strong, like they can handle my grief. They can handle my shame. When I talk to them, they can handle the things that are roughest that nobody else wants to touch with a 20 foot pole. That when I, when I talk to them and they go, how are you? And I go, you know, I, I'm, I'm having to deal with this feeling of grief that's showing up about this thing that happened a long time ago in my life, but I never handled it, but it's coming up now. And they can look at me with a steady gaze and not avert their eyes and not run away and not shame me or not offer up a, a some superficial solution or tell me to take medication or something like that. Um, that was my dream when I started Joy-Based Living. That was my dream was for people to have communities of people who are emotionally resilient and emotionally strong and open and inclusive and kind and boundaried and and loving and that you could be whoever you are with whatever you're experiencing as long as you are awake to your own emotions and your own boundaries and your own sense of 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 well-being and honor and your own desires you are a more whole person so in that wholeness, in that wholeheartedness, you're available to receive support as well. But now you're not just like showing up in pain and everybody else is all flailing around in pain too. No, you're surrounded by people who value joy and who value honor, commitment, and loyalty and the things that we study and practice at Joy-Based Living. So it's funny talking about disenfranchised grief and landing here because these are relational solutions where relationships need to be built on on principles that allow everyone each individual to be as strong as they can possibly be and then offer and receive support from there with encouragement and presence and that's it and so i hope this is helpful to you i feel like i'm i'm tackling a very big topic in a very short amount of time um hope you got to the end over here if you want to give me a shout out at, um, I'm usually at Facebook, a Facebook messenger. You can leave a comment on one of my Facebook posts. Um, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know what you think about uh, these ideas, this podcast. And if there's anything you want me to talk about here, let me know. This really is about you. It's about your time, your energy, and your life. I want you to make the most of it. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next podcast.